Hey there, Donna Ashton here. And listen, I get you. You're already busy with a full calendar and trying to squeeze in some inspiration and learning here. So I won't waste your time or bring fluffy crap you can't use. I'm here to help you design a simplified business you can scale and help you work less and make more. This show is for high achieving coaches and experts who want strategies to unlock the next level in their business and create days that allow creative time and space for family, all while increasing revenue. Let's get to it. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Work Less, Make More podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about hiring teams. So when I put out the question to several of my networking groups and Facebook groups that I'm part of, one of the things that people said they wanted to know when it comes to scaling their business was about hiring a team and, and how that works. And I've got a couple schools of thought. Now, I will say up front, I've never been a person who has a large team. So I, I can't give you, you know, advice on running a team of 10 people because I've never done that. I've probably had about four people on my team at one time. So I'm, we're talking about small teams and it could be just hiring an assistant or when is it time to get some help? Because most of the people that I'm working with are solopreneurs and they are just trying to do it all by themselves. Or maybe they have a website designer that, you know, does things once in a while, but they don't really have like ongoing support do they don't have an assistant or a VA or someone who's working with them and helping with them, you know, do the daily activities or weekly or monthly projects. So that's kind of what I'm talking about. And over the years I've had, like I said, one person, I've never had a large team. And the reason I haven't done that is because one, I haven't really needed to, I tried to keep my business simple. I've tried to keep it manageable. And I find that sometimes people have the idea that if they are, you know, full with clients and they're like at this level where I can't take on anymore. So I'm going to hire some other people to either become coaches and do what they're doing and help them. And I'm not saying you can't do this. Um, but or they're going to bring on, you know, an online business manager, or they're going to bring on this big team that they're going to delegate these pieces. So, you know, as solopreneurs, we wear all the hats, right? We do the marketing and we do the delivery. We do the sales calls. We do the invoicing. We do the podcasting or the social media, you know, we do all and, and we meet people and, you know, and we've got a lot of things going on and it is, it is tough to do everything yourself. And I do agree that you need someone there to help you. But I think if you are going from doing it all yourself and then hiring out a large team of five, six, 10 people, I think you're just trading in one thing for something else, because this is what I've seen with some clients who have come to me who do have, you know, a team. They're like, well, now, instead of me spending all the time doing it, now I'm spending all the time, like overseeing other people do it. Like you're still there. And now you're not, you're maybe you're not managing as many clients, but you're managing your team and there's team meetings and you've got to follow up and you've got to see what's happening here. And you've got to correct mistakes. Now, of course, you know, there is a, 
a balance there. Like anytime you hire someone new, of course, there's going to be a period of time where you have to get them, you know, ramped up with what you do. But there's so many great ways that you can do this without you having to do it all. Like using Loom videos is like the, the best way ever is to just record yourself doing what it is, send it over to your assistant or whoever and let them watch it. And they can watch it 10 times if they need to. And you don't have to keep explaining and they can should be able to pick it up and go from there. What you wanna do is create a team that works well without you, right? I mean, of course you're still there, you know, as the captain of the ship or the, the queen bee of the hive, but you don't need to be overseeing every worker bee that's flying in and out and what flowers they're going to and, and, and how much honey they, or how much pollen they've brought back, right? You need to be in that queen bee role, which is like your one advisor. Now, if you have the um, enough business or your business is at the level where you have like a CFO or, um, you know, a, an online business manager, or you have one person who is, you know, over seeing everyone else and you only have to work with that one person, you know, that becomes great. But I think there's, there's a space, you know, that could be almost like a full-time employee plus paying the other people. So depending on where your business is, you may not be at that place, especially if you're just moving from like being a professional and then now moving into an online business, you may not have the income consistently uh, to, to pay for full-time employees to do that. So there's an interim there where you're not quite at that level, but you, you know, you, you do need some help. So when it comes to hiring, I take people through an exercise that will really take you through what you love to do that's working and not working and what you don't love to do that's working and not working. Right. So we want to look at those boxes and where we can like stop doing those things altogether. We don't necessarily have to just delegate everything or hire someone to do all the things. It's time to look at our business and see like what's actually working. And when I work with people, I take a look at their whole front end of their business, their marketing strategy, their offers, their team, if they have any, um, their schedules, you like what, what's happening there, you know, what is the way they're running their business and how can we streamline that? How can we make it more efficient and simple, right? So sometimes, yes, you need to hire employees. And I've worked with, with clients before who's like, who are drowning and who needed other people to kind of step in so they can continue to take on more projects and they need these people to come in and, and join in. And then there's other times where some things it's like, why are you even doing that? Like, is it even working? No. Then why are you going to pay someone to do something that you're doing? That's not even really working. So, you know, it's time to kind of look at all of that and make sure that you hire the right people to do the right tasks. You should know your brilliance. You should know the thing that no one else can do or no one else can do as good as you, right, in your business. And there may be many things that you're good at, but what's the one thing that really no one else can do or can, can do very easily, right? You're that, whatever that, whether it's the coaching or the consulting or the web design or the mindset help, whatever, like whatever it is that you're doing, the doctoring, whatever you're doing, 
that is the piece that you need to, that needs to be the front and center. And all of the other things you have to take a look and see, you know, is this something that can, does even need to be done? Can someone else, like an assistant, take over this if they just learned how to do it? So there, I, I believe in having help. Like, I feel like when you get to a certain place in your business where you're really busy, and especially if you're trying to work less hours, if you have the clients coming in, if you're super busy and you're booked out, you probably have the funds <laughs> to hire somebody to help you move into this next level, whether it is, um, you know, creating more of an online presence, um, or just taking over some of the administrative tasks. A lot of you guys are perfectionists and feel like no one else can do it as good as you, but guess what? You're not going to get to the next level by, you know, staying in this little box. I mean, it's, it's okay. If you want to stay where you are, you get to that place where you've got to grow and you've got to, you know, start moving into that queen bee role. The queen bee doesn't gather the nectar, right? I mean, and maybe at the very beginning, <laughs> if she's the only one, right? I don't think she does that, but I'm saying as you start your business, you're doing it, but then it's time to say, okay, great. Now I can take that hat off and I no longer have to do invoicing. I no longer have to do following up with people or scheduling or finding payments or you know, whatever these are like scheduling social media posts, right? <laughs> All these things that take time and not just about time. It's about, and I know you guys have heard this where you have these interruptions and then restarting something, how it takes, I can't remember what the thing is, three times or four times longer than if you just sit down to work on a task and get it done. If you're interrupted and then you have to come back, you're like, okay, where was I? I was in the flow and then I got out of it. This happens to me when I'm like ready to sit down and like start working and I'm working and then like someone will come knock on the door or, so, or the phone rings or the doorbell rings or something happens and I have to get up. And then when I come back, maybe it's 15 minutes later and I'm like, I have to start all over. I, I My brain just doesn't work. I can't just pick up where I left off because I was really getting into that creative flow or whatever I was working on. And then it's kind of blown and it's like, okay, so now it's taking double to triple or more the time to get this one task done. So all of that to say is that you've got to really look at your whole, your business as a whole, look at yourself and how you work when you're most efficient, what you do well, what you don't do well. And just because you love something, if you're not really doing it well, it doesn't mean you, could, you should continue to do it. Again, think about that queen bee. Think about her sitting there. You know, She doesn't go find food for the hive. She doesn't go fend off attackers. She doesn't go gather the pollen and the, the nectar from the plants. Her one role is to reproduce and lay eggs. And if she decides, well, you know, I'm pretty good at going to get the nectar too. I mean, and it's really fun. I get to fly all around the neighborhood and see these beautiful flowers and feel the sun. And it's really nice. I think I'm just going to do that for a while. Then the eggs are not being laid and she's the only one who can do that. There are many who can fill the role of gathering the nectar but only one that can lay the eggs. So you really have to start looking at your strengths and 
what you're not so good. I don't want to say weaknesses. I mean, I feel like we can always learn things. I, you know, I like to do things on Canva. I'm very creative. So I'm like, oh, I'll create this little thing, you know, and I do it. And then I'm like, why did I just spend like four hours doing this when I should have been doing something else? I still fall into that, but you know, I do have time. So it's not as critical for me because I like, well, I think if I just spend like a couple hours doing this, it kind of feeds my creative soul. But you know, my business is set up that I, I have the ability to do that. So I, I'm not like, well, it didn't just like ruin what I was supposed to do. I can always kind of catch up, but I still think to myself, you know what, that probably wasn't a wise choice <laughs> to do that. So you need to look at the same way. If tech is an issue for you, why are you struggling with tech? If, why, if things are issues for you, why are you still struggling with that? You could really hire someone to do that and, and get it done. And it's like, it's not just about like, oh, now I've got that time. But it's also like, I know that's going to get done now and I don't have to worry about it, right? It's one less thing on your plate. Like this is how I was with social media. Oh, I mean, everyone can post on social media. It's no big deal. I can create, I'm very creative. I can come up with ideas and I can come up with things to say, the content, but I wasn't consistent. I would forget. It'd be like three weeks would go by and I'm like, oh, I haven't posted anything on social media at all. I just don't go on it that much. So I'm not thinking about going on it. And I'm like, oh yeah. And I didn't think about like setting it up ahead of time. Like I'm not that detailed and scheduled that I'm going to do it. So I was like, that's it. I'm going to have somebody do that for me. And now guess what? <laughs> Consistently, a couple times a week, things are posted on my social media and I don't have to be like, oh my gosh, I haven't shown up. No one knows what I'm doing, right? It's all taken care of, even though, yeah, I could do it. I wouldn't do it. And it wasn't even that I was super busy. I just forgot. And I just was like, eh, whatever. You know, I, it was just one of those things. So take a look and kind of look at the pros and cons for all of it. I don't think that just by jumping into hiring a big team that that's gonna be necessarily the answer. And um, you can also do something, and I can't remember the term for it, but it's almost like giving your power over to the people you hire. And if you have never read the book, The E-Myth by, um, is it Michael Gerber? I used to have it over here. The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. I highly recommend it. This is a great book in so many ways. I know I read this years ago. Someone gave it to me and I've since listened to the audiobook, but it's a great journey about going from being the worker bee into being like the queen bee and the struggles between that and how um, we not only it's like, you know, we hire people and then we're just expecting them to like run everything. That's not what they're there for too. You have to move into the leadership role. And if you've never had a team before, if you've never hired people before, there's a, you know, there's a learning curve. Um, because now you're, you're a different, you're in a different role, right? Now you're the boss, you're the leader. And if you've never managed people before and you don't really know how to do it, there's a sort of dance between how do I know what they're supposed to do and how do I help them do it, right? There's a, a, a little bit of a working it out. And I like to help my clients through that a little bit so they don't have to have that dance doesn't have to be so long and a struggle for those who have never really had other employees or hired contractors or assistants or whatever and even if you have there's always better ways and faster ways to kind of bring people on and empower them 
to you know be in their role and to be accountable in their role and to kind of take that on and not just be sitting there waiting for you to send them the next thing, you know, to really own what they're doing, fill that role with the passion, you know, that they need to, no one's going to be you when you run your business, but by finding the right people who are excited to fill those roles and who love what they're doing. And, you know, you've got the right people in the right roles in your business. It really helps um, you to not have to be constantly checking in and nagging or going back and correcting and all of that. Cause that just becomes another job that you don't have time to do. So just kind of giving you this whole scenario about hiring, when to hire, when not to hire. I mean, it, there's no fast rule, but I feel like these are some great little tips. I'm hoping you got some good nuggets out of this just from my years of hiring, gosh, I don't know, handfuls, let's just say of different contractors for all kinds of different things in my businesses over the years and having assistance for four years, three and four years, the same person rolling other people in and out to do website, to do branding, to do transcripts, you know, to do some kind of project-based things. And then other people that I've hired just for when I need coaches, photographers, I'm trying to think who else have I hired, you know, video guys to do branding and logos and different things like sort of one-offs, which is a little bit different than having an ongoing team, but having someone who's really on your team and knowing when you need to have just a contractor to do it for a short time, or when you actually need to have someone ongoing, you know, to, to support you. So I hope this gave you a little bit of behind the scenes of when to hire, when not to hire and some pitfalls you could fall into. I'd love to hear from you too. If you are kind of on the fence and thinking I'm so busy, should I hire? Should I not hire? I don't know. And all that, go ahead and book a simplicity consult with me and I'll be happy to just get on the phone with you, kind of hear the whole scenario of your business and start pointing you in the right direction um, when it comes to hiring and really simplifying and streamlining your business so you can move into four day weekends. Okay. I will see you on the next episode. I hope you got some juicy nuggets to inspire and show you simplifying and scaling is easier than you think. If you're ready to tame the chaos of your business into a simpler model while increasing your impact and income, grab my free simplify and scale template at DonnaAshton.com forward slash template, or check the link in the show notes. See you next time.